African Dialogue, looking at different events in depth, discussing a variety of issues. What we see here is a clear violation of one, the right to privacy of Tiwonge and uh, Stephen. The position of Greenpeace is that it's been a disappointing meeting. Six minutes past 11 o'clock Central African time. Thank you for joining us right here on Channel Africa, South Africa's external service into sub-Saharan Africa. you with me, Benjamin Mushatama, right here on our program, African Dialogue, where from Monday to Friday we contextualize the big issues on the African continent. Well, today we're looking at something that we haven't looked at in a very long time, which is a sports item. And today we're looking at uh, Petrus Mutsipe, the new president of the Confederation of African football, well known as CAF. Uh, He says it has uh, to put itself in the shop window of the world to reap great financial rewards. Mutsepa was installed as the eighth president of the football governing body during the 43rd CAF Congress in Morocco. On Tuesday, Mutsepe held his first press conference in South Africa since his election. He said that the Africa Cup of Nations should be held every two years. There's been an argument that a Nations Cup every four years would increase the value and competitiveness of the competition and perhaps ease some of the club versus country battles for players to be released. Mutsepe was elected unopposed. Well, to help us on this, we have two sports analysts to help us on this particular issue. Jeff Katala is an African sports analyst and Lebohang Dube is an SAPC journalist joining us on the line. Let me start with you, Lebohang. What do you make of this development? Uh, thank you, Benjamin. And uh, let me take an opportunity to greet your, uh, your listeners. Um, I think the appointment of, of uh, Patrice Mutepe to, to the top position uh, at CAF, I think it is something refreshing. Um, I think his expertise in business, his success in business is perhaps what is needed currently uh, within CAF. Um, so, you know, he has worked really hard, um, you know, with Mamlevi Sundowns and I think uh, the, the efforts that he's put in there and the success of Mamlevi Sundowns as well, you know, uh, it's something that uh, has not gone unnoticed. And I think um, with him coming in, um, having the football uh, experience with, with his club um, or his former club, uh, Mamelodi Sundowns, and coming in with his uh, business knowledge, uh, I think those two work hand in, will work hand in hand and I think uh, we'll see some success with him, Jeff. Mm, Jeff, your thoughts? Jeff, well, sure, go ahead. Yes, I'm there. Uh, so I wouldn't say that he was elected. I would say that he was appointed and um, uh, though I value his um, business acumen, his business pedigree, business caliber, business authority, business uh, everything, uh, because um, uh, don't, uh, don't forget that Mr. Motepe sits uh, at the board of more than 30 companies and is uh, at the board of a World Economic Forum. So he is a big man in uh, business world, in an economic world. But when it comes to African football politics, uh, he lacks a lot in terms of um, uh, leadership. And um, he was very much criticized because uh, there is, uh, for the very first time in, uh, since the creation of uh, 
Confederation of African Football in 1957 in uh, Portugal, that for the very first time we have a president who is not actually, who is not the president of the league in any country, who is not the president of um, a football association in his own country. Well, there's always the first time. But uh, I attended, uh, uh, I did attend the press conference yesterday, and uh, I could see that, as I see that after his election, um, he has, for the very first time in the history of CAF, the a leadership, the leadership will have, uh, the president will have five vice presidents. Uh, it seems that uh, he had heeded our calls uh, that when it comes to African football politics, uh, there are more complicated, you know, um, substances in terms mm. of management that he has acquainted himself with the knowledgeable people that will help him in that sense. Mm. What do you mean the fact that he wasn't elected? I mean, what we have been uh, learning is the fact that he was uh, elected unopposed, Chief. No, but we cannot talk about election when there is only one candidate. He was appointed because uh, remember that at, uh, at the start there were four candidates. There were uh, Augustin Senga of Senegal, president of the Senegalese Football Association. There were Akmediaya Mauritanian, FA president. There were Jack Kanuma, the, the former uh, president of uh, uh, Côte d'Ivoire, FA, who guided uh, the elephant to the World Cup, uh, to the World Cup twice, and uh, there were also, and then there was him. So uh, you see, and um, uh, Infantino did uh, really push uh, Patrice Motepe uh, to become the president. That's why he has been traveling. In in a week, he traveled to nine countries in Africa. Not only was he meeting was he meeting football people, but most of the time. He was meeting the head of the states uh, to tell the FA president and convince them to vote, uh, uh, to cast the vote for Patrice Motepe. But a week before the election, uh, the electoral elective assembly in Rabat in Morocco, he did send his uh, henchmen. Uh, there's a Norwegian guy and um, a, Swiss, a Swiss guy um, originally from DRC, Veromo Sengo to go there and call other candidates who were competing against the participants uh, to form, uh, to agree to an, ad, uh, to an accord that Patrice Montepe will be the president and them, there will be, um, for them, there will be the vice president. And that's what we call the Robert Protocol, the mm. Robert Agreement, mm. and which was implemented on that very day, on the very first, uh, on the 12th. But... Mind you, uh, don't have anything against Patrice Motepe. Mm. I just don't want the the way that the uh, things were done under the influence of Infantino, which means, in other words, it translated like that we lack leadership, we lack capable people, we don't have people who can take decisions for themselves that will impact the whole of African football. And mm. I didn't want the involvement of... of uh, 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 Infantino, because Infantino knows very well that he doesn't get well uh, 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 with uh, uh, UEFA president Alexander Seferin. CONCACAF mm. uh, doesn't want him. Uh, Conan Ball doesn't want him, let alone Asia. So his back, uh, uh, his support is Africa. And he did everything to get all the 54 uh, uh, efforts in Africa to be behind him to secure his position.
Lebuhang, what are your thoughts there as Jeff is expanding on his perspective on the legitimacy of this uh, appointment that he states is not really an election, alluding to the fact that he thinks that uh, because it is a one-man candidacy position, that there was not really much to uh, vote on? Um, I think... I, I would agree with, with Jeff on, on the last part where he, he speaks about uh, the influence of, of Infantino uh, towards uh, Mutsepe being um, appointed, as he puts it, uh, to, to, to the top position at CAF. And, and, and I think, as he rightfully says, that he would want the support of the 54 countries um, when comes the election of, of, of FIFA presidency. And I think that's, where, that, that, that's the reason why he, he went out of his way uh, traveling across nine countries to ensure that uh, Patrice becomes uh, the president of, of, of CAF. Uh, however, I, I also don't want us to then want to, uh, to agree that perhaps uh, Patrice will be a puppet uh, to, to, to Infantino. Um, I think, um, as Jeff had, had said earlier, that, um, you know, for the first time, CAF has uh, five vice presidents, and I think it is a, a collective of, of, of intelligence. And I think um, they are there to perhaps, because of their experience uh, within the federations, their experience within uh, African football politics, they will be able to guide him uh, to ensure that CAF becomes a success. Um, yes, uh, we, we perhaps do agree or, or uh, you know, that it was more of an appointment rather than an election because uh, the other four or the other three then withdrew uh, for, from, from uh, the elective of, withdrew from the election, um, leaving Mosebe then unopposed. Um, and perhaps it's, it's something that should be looked into the future, uh, uh, you know, where we, we avoid where uh, there is this uh, one person that goes unopposed, uh, perhaps creating a, a perception uh, that, you know, the, the, the person would be a puppet of a FIFA president, um, you know, uh, uh, looking to perhaps get the backing of, 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 then of, of, of care for African nations um, come the, the elective Congress at, at, at FIFA, which perhaps could also then uh, question the credibility of the elections and the credibility of the person that is uh, uh, put at the helm. With that said, staying with you, Lebuchang, is the fact that uh, what Jeff was also stating is uh, the factor that uh, Mutsepe is not um, any president of uh, any football association in any country. Um, Does that create an illegitimacy um, when it comes to this appointment? I think his involvement is in, in football, um, you know, then he therefore becomes a legitimate uh, uh, candidate uh, ahead of the elections and becomes a legitimate CAF uh, uh, president because he has the experience and he has been involved in football. Yes, his shortfall could be that he doesn't have the experience of football politics. Uh, but as, as yesterday, um, you know, at the press conference when Ivan, uh, Dr. Ivan Koza said that he needs to, to put together uh, heads that have got the experience that will be able to assist him uh, to to take uh, CAF uh, forward. Um, I, I think he's brought in uh, mainly because of his business acumen. Uh, we know that uh, CAF is in is in, is in a financial uh, um, 
situation, uh, financial trouble, and uh, you know it, it urgently needs to boost its coffers, and he becomes the right person or the ideal person to be able to assist CAF, to be able to raise those funds, and to be able to fill the coffers of, of CAF with his with his uh, business pedigree, with his networks uh, globally. I think he, he will be able to do that, and I think that is perhaps one of the main reasons why he was. Uh, then, um, you know, left unopposed uh, ahead of the elections. Let me take yes, a quick break. And the, uh, Benjamin, sure. go ahead, Chief. You, go ahead. Yes, mind you uh, that uh, uh, not at all uh, uh, Dr. Patricio Motepe will be the puppet uh, of Infantino. No, he wants results. The man has proven his might in what he does. That's only the political of African, uh, uh, politics of African football, and that's why he has so many... Uh, so many vice presidents who have been who have been there uh, for many years before him. So that will help him. And also, uh, I'm so glad that Patricia Motepe is the president because he he is a collateral for many business uh, for many business to come on board and uh, sponsor CAF because uh, the previous regime was so corrupt. But I'm afraid because I don't want what happened in 2017 in Addis Ababa uh, will repeat itself after when. Um, uh, Motepe's terms comes to an end in four years' time. Because r- remember that for, uh, in 2017, it was again Infantino, just because Issa Hayatu didn't vote, the then president of CAF, didn't vote for him uh, during the FIFA election. Mm-hmm. And he, he, that's why he took Ahmed, Ahmed, and put him there. So he wants Ahmed to become his puppet. And then he sent Fatima Samura, the Secretary General of FIFA, to supervise, uh, to audit the accounts of CAF. And he was hoping, uh, Infantino was hoping that Ahmed would give uh, a permanent contract to Fatma Samura, who's African, she's from Senegal. Well, I'm going to take a quick break. Uh, Let me take a quick break. I'll be back with you, Jeff, because I want to unpack some of those dynamics that you highlight that have to do with the international dynamics of things when it comes to world sports. That's Jeff Katala, African sports analyst, joining us alongside Lebohang Dube, an SABC journalist. We're discussing the appointment of Petrus Mutsipe, the new president of CAF. What can we expect from him? And also there are these contradictions that he has been a club owner that has been highly involved and very successful within the CAF competition itself. Uh, what are those contradictions going to to be. I heard Lebo Khang there alluding that he's a former um, a football um, club owner. Uh, what are those dynamics? Uh, we'll unpack those after the break. When I think back to my childhood, geographically, it reminds me of a time where I was black and only black and only struggling, but at the same time, always reaching for something more, something bigger in a South Africa that was hostile. Hello, Africa. This is 1000 African Voices, and I'm your host, Avurengui. Join me on Channel Africa every Thursday morning between 8 and 9, and on Saturday and Sunday morning between 9 and 10. Rise, Africa, rise. Channel Africa. The voice of the African Renaissance. 
Channel Africa, South Africa's external service into sub-Saharan Africa. Uh, we broadcast in various languages from French, Portuguese, Shilozi, uh, to other African languages. This is our English program uh, from Monday to Friday at this hour where we contextualize the big issues on the African continent. Today, I have Jeff Katala and Lebohang Nube, both of them are giving us the analysis on the appointment of the new president of the Confederation of African Football, so known as CAF, that's Petrus Mutsepe. Seems there's a lot of dynamics, a lot of things that the man has to work through, and he seems like very ambitious in uh, reforming uh, the CAF um, uh, structures and also African uh, football. Um, Lebohang, let's talk about that Af- that international dynamic and how it fits into the aspirations of Petrus Mutsepe as Jeff was speaking around that before I just went to a break. I think there's a, lo- a whole lot of um, uh, influence um, coming from, from uh, FIFA and I have to agree with, with Jeff where uh, even in the past, uh, the, the decision or the appointment of 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 the recent or the former uh, CAF president ha- had some influence to do with FIFA, um, and I, and hence I said uh, earlier on that uh, it then uh, questions perhaps the credibility of of the elections or whether uh, CAF is able to stand on its own and be able to make its own influential decisions, uh, whether be at at, at the FIFA level or be at the, at the CAF level. And I think it becomes then very disturbing when uh, we have uh, uh, certain individuals where um, they, they want to impose certain people to be able to, to have some sort of benefit. Um, and, and, and then that's where we then discuss then uh, whether, we, whether we call it corruption uh, within football. Um, I don't know. But uh, that, that then questions the credibility of, of the CAF committee or CAF as a whole, the whole mm. 54 nations on the African continent. Well, let's look at uh, the issue of him owning a club. Um, or oh, before, let's 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 go back to Jeff because I know Jeff wanted to expound a little bit more on this international aspect of things. Jeff, I cut you off before we went to that break. I wanted to hear more of your thoughts on this uh, international uh, dimension on, on on what's happening here. Exactly. And then when Fatma Samoga uh, accomplished her mission, uh, the wish of Infantino was that CAF should give her a contract to stay in CAF. And uh, Ahmed and Constant Omari, who was the first vice president, didn't want that. So they put, they put a name to her mission. And that angered Infantino. And then he wanted Ahmed and uh, Omari out. That's why the tactical steel uh, saga came up and he was suspended. Remind, uh, remind, uh, uh, I remind you that even before the election of uh, 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 2017, before Ahmad was elected, Ahmad as Madagascar, AP president, he was involved. Oh, I've lost you there, Jeff. Jeff, are you still there? Well, let's let's move things forward. We'll try redial Jeff. I think we've lost that particular line. We'll try get Jeff 
Jeff back and he'll expound on that issue uh, because it is one that is uh, starting to to assemble its head in the conversations around this appointment. Lebohang, let's let's speak about uh, um, the contradictions or also the fact that uh, Patrice Mutsipe has his own uh, club. You said he was a former owner. How does that work now that he's the new president of CAF? Uh, the the CAF policy uh, is clear that um, uh, a CAF president um, should not be a owner or a chairman or president of a a club, a professional club. And uh, Patrice did make mention that uh, should he be elected, he will then have to um, withdraw his presence within uh, the Mamelodi Sundowns uh, football club and hand over the reins to his uh, to his son, um, it, it, it's a bit tricky because um, he it then it then moves on uh, the powers move on to his son. Um, whether he'll have some influence on 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 how Mamelodi Sundowns performs on the continent, or whether certain decisions um, you know should favour uh, Mamelodi Sundowns, that we don't know as yet because um, he, he just then. Uh, he was just elected uh, just a few days ago, but it does seem a bit. Um, uh, it, do, it does seem to 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 cause a, a bit of a confusion, um, and and it might create problems in the future. Jeff, what are your thoughts on on that uh, dynamic that he 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 technically is a club owner? Jeff, hello. Yeah, I can hear you now. Yes. I was asking you that uh, technically um, Petrus Mutsipa is a club owner and there's a conflict of interest to a certain degree um, at this point because it, it's not as if he doesn't have influence over his uh, former club uh, uh, Sundowns. Well, uh, he, can, he can do that. That will be the uh, uh, conflict of interest. He can do that because he did promise to us but even before he fly out, uh, uh, he, he has flown out he wanted to fly out to go to Morocco for the election. He said that he was um, uh, ceding all his power to his son, who was also uh, in the attendance. So he said he's no more involved. He can be involved unofficially um, uh, with some nouns, but officially he cannot be involved. When you are president of uh, a big confederation, like because CAF is the biggest confederation uh, in, the, in the world with 54 members, and UEFA the second with 53. He cannot run any other business uh, in football as uh, owning a club. That he can he, he can belong to his family, but he can't be himself involved officially. But you know, there's a very close uh, relationship here. Um, you know, one would say um, there is that uh, a conflict of interest that still remains um, in, in this context, uh, Jeff? Now, so I, I, I don't think so, just because he wouldn't be there to take a decision in the in the devil light about some down. Mm. Maybe he can do that within the family, but officially he cannot. Officially he cannot say that, no, I cannot attend in a, a, a summit or a conference or um, a, a seminar because... Uh, I've got a club that will be playing in the final of Champions League against Alani. No, he won't do that. Yes, but we, I know that 
he, he's, um, he belongs to a family, and that family owns the sundown. But officially, he cannot take uh, the decision that, 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 that can impact on the survival of the club. And I can take you back when Issa Hayato was also there. He did construct uh, uh, a, 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 a sport complex in uh, a sport a football complex in uh, in Mongano, which is in Cameroon. Uh, many people used to go there, and many national teams used to go there to prepare for any uh, competitive tournament like Afcon, like Chan, or some clubs for the inter club cup uh, com, uh, competitions. So he doesn't make him to run that. He can have found that he can have built that, but he cannot run that officially and take decisions as officially when he is at the helm of CAF. Okay, let's look at, you know, the happenings within CAF because uh, on Tuesday, Mitzip announced a few things around reforming African football. And I want to hear you, James, what you think around those particular announcements. As he, he says that the Africa Cup of Nations should be held every two years. We know that's a debate that's been happening for a while in African sports. And uh, there's also an argument that uh, uh, the, the Nations Cup every four years would increase um, the, the value of the uh, competition in itself. And he's been speaking about... Um, uh, you know, creating this particular African soccer space uh, to be profit-making and also to invest in um, the developmental stages of football. Lebukhan, what are your thoughts around these reforms? Benjamin, I think they, they, it's reforms that, that, that are needed. Um, when, when you look at um, the product, uh, the African football product, and you compare it to, to, to the other um, confederations um, across the different continents, and you can see that Africa is lacking behind. Um, and, and I think it is important that, um, you know, Patrice uh, immediately starts uh, to, 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 to um, make a difference in terms of uh, improving the product um, that the African continent has. Um, as, as Dr. Ivan Koza said yesterday, that, uh, you know, Africa supplies a lot of uh, footballers across across the world. And why can't Africa then uh, have a product that will then attract investors to, to invest in, in, in football and to ensure that then, uh, you know, the price, the competition price money increases to ensure that the regions are then funded well, uh, to ensure that players are, are paid well, to ensure that football and, and, and uh, federations across the continent are sustainable. And, and then there's different ways of ensuring that that revenue is created. Um, one of those is, is, is ensuring that, uh, you know, the TV rights issues are resolved um, uh, to, to ensure that, uh, you know, football matches are shown on, on, on African channels across the continent. Um, and, and that is one, one, one step and, and one major step because we know that TV rights generate a lot of revenue for, for, for any sports organizations across the world. And I think that would be the first, one of the first uh, uh, implementations of first uh, things that you would have to work on. And I think, uh, you know, he also mentioned on, on ensuring that, you know, we develop the infrastructure within uh, the continent because, uh, you know, it, it's a bit imbalanced where you have in South Africa, you have world-class facilities. Yes, the 2010 World Cup did benefit South Africa, but when you look at other countries across uh, across the continent, you find that the infrastructure is not uh, um, is not is not is not up to what is it, or the, the, the is not up to 
uh, uh, scratch or up to the standard that is expected um, to ensure that we, uh, we improve the standard of African football. And I think those are, the, uh, are some of the major things that you, you will start working on. However, to improve infrastructure, you need to ensure that there is investment. And to ensure that there is investment, you need to ensure that your product is well packaged to be able to attract that investment. Mm. Jeff, the, the frequency of uh, these um, um, kind of continental competitions, do, do you think they need to be adjusted? Oh, yes, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, now that um, so I tend to disagree with uh, uh, my brother Lovahang, but uh, we, if you look at we have, you know, in Africa, uh, we don't do proper due diligence when it comes to many things, including football. Uh, we, most of the time, we rush decision. We we copy decisions that are already stereotyped on a UEFA model. But UEFA has taken many years uh, to come to such a decision. But we don't do proper study or feasibility study. We just copy and implement. In Africa, realities are very, very different. Uh, and I like the, the business side that Lebohang was uh, talk, uh, talking about. Yes, this is feasible if you stay in a country like South Africa. But you, when you leave South Africa, I've, I've traveled extensively in Africa. Electricity, power, and connectivity are the biggest issue. How can you modernize football if you don't attend to these particular issues? And then... I'm against hosting AFCON every two years. Mm. AFCON should be hosted every four years. Because when you do that every two years, now it has been expanded from 16 to 24. You put put a lot of... The country that hosting it will have to deploy huge financial intervals to build facilities. And our countries are poor. But if we can stage it every four years, we will help to de- uh, develop zonal, regional football, the likes of Kosafa, the likes of Sekafa, the likes of Wafu. And mm-hmm. we develop those, uh, those regional uh, tournaments to become powerhouse and the scrap channel. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think there's so many different factors in in this entire thing. And it's very interesting, Jeff, that you note those um, economical factors and also infrastructural uh, bottlenecks that the countries in Africa have to overcome. I mean, if you can't generate electricity, if there's no running water, if there's no road infrastructure, then to have a a confederation um, tournament that runs every two years could be a very high ask for for, for the continent. Lebo, what are your thoughts? Because that's a very legitimate um, idea coming from Jeff. I agree with Jeff. Um, And and I'll make a particular example. When you look, when he speaks about the regional uh, tournament, uh, and I'll speak uh, specifically with Kosafa, you have a Kosafa tournament um, that takes place year in, year out. Every year there's a Kosafa tournament at different levels, at different stages, whether it's junior national teams, the women national teams, and the senior national teams. And and you find that then you have one country hosting the event because other countries pull out um, due to the fact that they were unable to 
to sort out the infrastructure, to still sort out the stadia, um, and to then the logistics to ensure that it becomes a smooth tournament, which then means that there's only one country uh, that, that gets that exposure, that experience year in, year yeah. out, yeah. whereas you have other countries that could have been offered uh, or, or benefited uh, from, from those tournaments. And I agree that perhaps even regional tournaments should take place perhaps every second year. And then you have the, the, the major tournament, which is the Africa Cup of Nations, that takes place every four years to give an opportunity and, and time for those countries to be able to sort out their infrastructure, to be able to have enough time to plan, uh, to be able to also build uh, you know, their leagues as well, to be able to look at players within their different leagues, uh, bring in strong uh, competitive teams within the tournament, and, and so forth. And, and, and then we'll see a difference uh, in our tournaments on the African continent. And that will also then allow for the prize money to be increased significantly. Well, let's take a quick break. We're going to wrap up our conversation today. seems like there are a lot of challenges for the new uh, president of the Confederation of African Football, Patrice Mutsipe. Very optimistic. Uh, he's uh, aiming uh, for Africa to actually uh, be actually in the top three in our next uh, World Cup. Uh, and uh, we haven't really uh, had that opportunity yet, uh, despite our multiple countries qualifying. Uh, for uh, the World Cup. What can we expect from this uh, man when it comes to his business acumen? Are there things that are positive that we can draw from Patrice Mutsipe? Use him as an asset for this period of his presidency within CAF. Those are the questions we'll wrap up with after our break. Welcome to Change Your Game on Channel Africa, the African perspective. We are coming to you from Johannesburg, right here in South Africa. I'm Asanda Beda, your host. Change Your Game, the program that promotes open discussion and social dialogue as we highlight real issues in the African entrepreneurship ecosystem. Trevor Mumba now joins us in studio to talk about his entrepreneurial and personal journey. Welcome to Change Your Game, Trevor. Thank you so much. Um, it's an honor to be here. Palesa Mukubong, who's a designer. Welcome, Palesa, to Change Your Game. Thank you. Your role at the fourth annual Fashion Without Borders event? I just know that I need to arrive and, and, <laughs> okay. and do my part and do it really, really well. Yeah. Well, let's wrap up the show uh, with Jeff Katala, African sports analyst, and Lebohang Dube, SAPC journalist, joining us for this very interesting conversation we're having around the contradictions, the various elements of the appointment of Petrus Mitsipa, what lies ahead of him in terms of the challenges uh, of football in general on the continent. But can we actually utilize Petrus Mitsipa, a billionaire, very well experienced man in business with an international reputation as access to private resource. Jeff, what are your thoughts on that? Yes, uh, that's what I said, that uh, Dr. Patrick Simotepe is a collateral uh, for African football. When you look at his pedigree caliber, he's not... um, he's not implicated in many financial scandals. So uh, I would say he's so clean, he's so clean, and we want 
you know, we want um, actually a new figure. We want uh, a new person at the helm of CAF where African or football fraternity around the world uh, can um, identify themselves too. And um, I'm so glad that we couldn't look for any better person than uh, Patrick Mutepe for the time being. But my issue is that I know that he will want the result. That's why he acquainted himself. He has appointed five um, vice presidents. But uh, my worry is that but because I can see Infantino's hand still coming in there, because in appointing uh, Venomo Sengo as the Secretary General, Venomo Sengo is a long-time friend of uh, Infantino. They started at UEFA, and he took him to FIFA. Now, because African was crying about the appointment of Fatma Samura as the Secretary General, and it was a condition, uh, it was a condition, a requirement uh, for Ahmed and Christine uh, uh, Sengo to be the President of CAF, provided that they will appoint Fatma Samura from Infantino as uh, CAF's uh, uh, Secretary General. But um, it was so obvious that most of African, as us, you know, as sport analysts, we didn't want that. We didn't want someone because in Africa we do have men capable, men and women capable of um, being in that position, uh, let alone uh, Issa Johansson, uh, the FA president of Sierra um, uh, Leone. She's been now, the, she's among the, the five vice presidents, and uh, she's very shrewd and she knows what, what she does better. She did very well uh, to, uh, <laughs> to put Sierra Leone football on the web map, and uh, I congratulate her for that. And we see now very almost single. As a secretary general of CAF, you're the one who's running the entire organization. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, my worry is that is Patrice Motepe going to have more time mm-hmm. to dedicate his work to CAF mm-hmm. than to his own business? All right. Le- Lebohang, what do you think we can draw from uh, uh, Patrice Mutsepe? He is a busy man, and that is a, a big concern for, for many people. Uh, but uh, what can he offer? I mean, yes, he should work uh, in a very collaborative way within the CAF structures. But what does he bring uh, to the table as well? Benjamin, I think uh, he will bring stability and he will restore the confidence uh, in CAF. Um you know, yesterday when, when we spoke to him um, late after the, the, the press conference, one of the things that he mentioned speaking to the SABC was that uh, it's important, and I think that's what he brings, that it's important that whilst we're developing football within the con- within the, uh, the, the, the continent mm-hmm. and improving football within the, continent, the, the, con- the continent, uh, we need to also uh, bear in mind that that in turn will be able to, to assist uh, the poorer nations to be able to develop as well, uh, to be able to 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 see, uh, you know, create, creating jobs, being able uh, to to uh, fund for for schooling and so forth and so on. So I think he looks at this beyond just football, uh, and he looks at it as as, as developing nations holistically um, and and using football as 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 an influence. And he comes in as as an influence. Uh, I think uh, within business as well. Uh, I think he becomes the, the right man uh, to be able to lead Kev uh, 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 to to, sure. to improve and, and to a better direction. And and I, I I agree with 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 Jeff to say perhaps you know the only shortfall here is that he might not have enough time because will he then um, you know you know uh, put aside his business. Uh, his businesses and, and, and focus solely on CAF, I don't think so. Uh, and perhaps that's why uh, they went for five, five vice presidents. 
Can well, I add something on what Lebohang is saying? Oh, okay, just in 30 seconds. I've run out of time, Jeff. Well, uh, the, it was uh, what he says that he alluded to what we call uh, CSS company social responsibilities because we do have multinational companies that are mining our resources in Africa and they, do, they don't do much in terms of uh, social responsibility. And that's we have to include the government yeah. to help for the cast to do that as, as well. Well, that's a very dynamic conversation. Bring forth different factors on what might impact um, Petrus Mutsepe, also questions around his um, his appointment. A very dynamic conversation indeed. You at home uh, should actually read through all uh, these things that have been said in this conversation. And there's still time for him to prove themselves. So the next few years will actually be evidence of uh, is he a man who can actually uh, perform on the football front. But thank you to Jeff. Jeff Katala, who is African sports analyst, giving us his insights today. Thank you as well to Lebohang Dube, SABC sports journalist, joining us here on our program. Thank you both for your time. Thank you very much for entertaining your listeners. African Dialogue, looking at different events in depth, discussing a variety of issues. What we see here is a clear violation of one, the rights to privacy of Tiwonge and uh, Stephen. The position of Greenpeace is that it's been a disappointing meeting.